I don't care how old you are. I don't care how eccentric you are. I don't care how poor or rich or whatever limiting belief it is that you have in your head about YouTube. This is the episode that is going to change your mind. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on, their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode. I'm so excited to have you guys here to just like love all over the guests that we have today. I'm talking with Di, who is a bass playing mom who's sharing gear, gigs, concert reviews, and stories about her life as a bass player. We dive really deep into a lot of really fun things in this episode, like being a mom, being a creator, being older, like how she figured out how to turn the camera around on herself, how she figured out what her channel should be about. And some of the like really awkward um, incidents that have happened from, from being a female creator on the internet, even in like um, her prime of her life. So this is such a good episode and it's so awesome to have you guys here to be a part of it. I would love if you guys would do me a really awesome favor and just like head over to Instagram and tag me in a post about like what you want us to talk about on this show. I've been doing a lot of like really fantastic interviews and I have a whole bunch more ahead and I really want to make sure that um, if you guys have any like issues or topics or things that you want us to dive deep into, I'm looking into maybe doing a couple like panel discussions for YouTubers of different kinds or different places in their YouTube careers, all that good stuff. Like I said, this podcast is dedicated to you ladies wanting to become better or just YouTube creators in general. And like, I want to be here for you and creating the stuff that you want. So before we dive into this, I want you to know that this episode is recorded at Vid Summit back in October of 2019. So it's a little loud in the background, but it does not stop us from enjoying and hearing all of the goodness that Diana has to share with us. So let's do this. Welcome to the show, Diana. It is so awesome to talk with you. I cannot wait to dive into this because you have a fascinating channel. Thank you so much. I think it's fascinating. I never expected that this would be the turn in my life. So, <laughs> so was, why YouTube? Why YouTube? Because I was videoing my family. It was mostly mom vlogs. And I was taping stuff that happened in my family and posting it onto YouTube. I love the community aspect of YouTube. And so when vlogging was really big five years ago and everybody was a vlogger, I was a vlogger too. Okay. So what has been your biggest struggle with getting started on YouTube? It was finding my niche. That was really my struggle because I was just trying to do a little bit of everything and I was all over the place and every video was something completely different, which my mom loved and my best friend loved, but it didn't. Um, reach a wide audience. I sort of, you know, if you have a room that does everything, it actually does nothing. And multi-purpose rooms are no-purpose rooms. And my channel was a multi-purpose channel. And so it didn't make any progress at all until I posted the first video where I showed my electric bases. <laughs> and as soon as I picked those up and showed those, that was it. It was a hook and people liked it. I thought I'm being female and like well, I mean, you're a mom, mom, you're a bass player, like you're you're older, not like 
a spring chicken, but you're not you're not like you're not like at the grave or anything, but you're just hitting all these like really relatable marks. And see, I thought it was the opposite. I thought they were all things that made me weird and different and no one was going to relate. And so I was kind of hiding that away. Like this is this weird other part of my life that I don't share with anybody. And then my friend was supposed to give me footage for one of my vlogs and he didn't give me the footage. So I was stuck. So I just picked up each base and told the story about, Hey, this is how I got this base. And here's the next base. And it just, the video and, and it just started slow and then it took off and it took off and it took off. And I was like, Oh, we're on to something. And so that's when I started making more base videos. And then in the last year and a half, I, I, the vlogs moved to another channel that, you know, my mom and a few of my friends go to. And then all of the base people stayed for the base um, videos. And so that's what I do. On so my do you enjoy now. getting to vlog and capture this like time in your life and these things that you're getting to do? And is it ever kind of weird, like filming yourself all the time and things like that? You know, I would say that I was a YouTuber before YouTuber YouTube existed because I was making videos back on an eight millimeter. Like I made videos for 15 years before I started making videos on so YouTube. So you were like, so Casey, you were a YouTuber before there I was, was YouTube? A, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it was so relatable when he said that because I absolutely <laughs> did that exact thing. And I made those videos. And so to me, to actually have some platform to put them on seemed very natural. And I was never nervous talking in the camera. And people say, my first video, it was so terrible. I like my first video. I think yeah. I did an okay job. I put it on another channel. It's not on the channel you'll find, but... It is, to me, is a natural thing to talk to a piece of plastic and glass is easier than talking to a human being. So do you think that, that it, so it's easier for you to talk to a camera, which I find so Most people are like, um, I don't, what is this thing? You know, like, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, how did, yeah. you, how did you get over, did you ever have a fear of the camera or was it just like a totally normal thing for you? It was a totally normal thing for me. The, the change was turning it back on myself because I'd been filming my family and I had the, the camera going that direction. But then turning around, putting it on myself, but it also, it always felt natural to me. And so that's been a part that's been easy for me. That's so fun. So what's been the coolest thing about being a YouTuber for you? The coolest thing about being a YouTuber is the community. I mean, it's absolutely getting to know fabulous people. You know, half of them are already doing a podcast with you or have already done one. But just getting to know all of the great community. And everyone is so supportive of everybody else and so helpful to everyone else. And they'll give you 100 ideas for your channel in a, a five-minute conversation. And that's just the best part to me. The bass playing community which turns out to be 97% male between the ages of 24 and 35, <laughs> have been lovely too. And I did not expect that. These are, these are guys my son's age that subscribe to my channel and watch every video I put out. And when I ask them a question, like I bought a pedal board because you know, you use these pedals with your feet when you play bass. And I bought a pedal board. I didn't know how to put it together. And when I threw it up and said, help me, how do I put this together? One of the guys says, oh, I, I put something in Google Docs for you. And he had taken every pedal and worked out, you know, how much electricity it took to run each one. And if I could piggyback them or if I had to run them straight over into the power supply. And he had it all figured out for me. And so it's been lovely because I got that support. I don't have to be an expert. My comment section are all the experts. And they'll tell me stuff. And it just improves what I'm doing as a musician. Nice. 
I love the YouTuber community as well because I've done that exact same thing. Like I hit this like weird rut with my channel. I was like, why is this happening to me? I have hundreds of videos and like these itty bitty amount of growth. Like what am I doing wrong? And like I just threw it up and asked for help. Right. And I gave some data and like what I was kind of looking for. And like literally I just got dozens and dozens of comments where people were like, what is happening here? Oh, this is what's happening here. Make this tweak here, this, this tweak there. And like, it's like what, you know, all of our YouTube educators will say, like, you're just a couple tweaks away from blowing up and stuff. So, like, I once you too. know your focus and, like, who you're talking to and, like, what your jam is, like, it's going to make it so much better for you. And oh, yeah. I would not have been able to, like, get out of my rut and, and make content I was actually really happy about right. without this community. And it's, like, creators of any kind. Like, right. I create content marketing stuff. You're a bass-playing, vlogging mom. Like, like I, I talked to this guy today. His channel is literally dog videos to help other dogs with like relaxing and going to sleep and i'm like what that is like the craziest cool thing like i said there's literally just channels for anybody and they all are dealing with like they've all gone through what we've gone through and like we're just like 100 percent down to help each other and it's been so cool we end up with friends not just all over the united states but friends all over the world yeah where you feel like you know each other and you've known each other for years in fact you've never met face to face You've just met in the comment section or on a Facebook page talking about your YouTube channel. It, it honestly reminds me a lot of military life. Like military life, because I'm a former Air Force oh, wife, it was very much like you can yeah. go anywhere, you make friends everywhere, you always have a friend somewhere that they right. with or do things with because they're always moving and doing stuff. And like that's what this feels like to me. And it's like this community that like only we understand and like that we get like... Like when we see people out holding a camera at themselves, like with the vlog stick and all that, we're always like, yeah, like way to go. And then like other people are like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening there. Like, don't, don't film me. Don't film me. <laughs> I know? think it's so funny when you turn the camera around to one of your friends and they're just like, oh, what are you doing? What is that then thing? Then they're like awkward smiles and waves or they Where's, hide their face. Or they right? freeze like they're having a still photo taken. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. So it's funny to me that anybody else would feel awkward about it. Because I do ask other musicians too, you know, hey, can I do an interview on my channel? And they're always like giving me the strangest look like why would you do that what is that right and oh. so it is funny that people would to me it's strange that anyone would think it wasn't normal yeah. i just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from tubebuddy if you don't know tubebuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your youtube account that helps you with finding the best keywords create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you're ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. So one of the things about what being a female creator is that we have our own like rhythms and our own things that happen to us and stuff like that. So what is something that's happened to you as a female creator, especially doing something that is 90% men, like you just said to us, what has that been like? What barriers have you had to break? What struggles have you had that you probably have ever said to yourself, like a man would not have to deal with this? I get a lot of proposals from very young guys, like 25. I get a lot of proposals. I get a lot of, you know, are you married? Will you marry me? Please, I want to be married to a bass player. And yes, you're much older than me, but it's okay. And I have to break it to them that I, I'm not only old enough to be their mother. I'm old enough to be the grandmother of their children. So <laughs> I'm not going to be able to marry them anytime soon. And sometimes they don't put it in such a polite way, what they want to do with me. Oh. So that's kind of the downside of being a female is you get judged over stuff like that. 
So that's hard. I mean, for me, it makes me stand out. Yeah. Because most musicians are male. Have you had any situations yet where, like, someone's come up to you and be like, I love what you're doing, like, because of what you're doing? Like, I'm playing bass now, or, like, my daughter's picked it up, or, like, I'm letting my freak flag fly in this way kind of a thing? Yeah, I've had, I have a, a girlfriend, she's about 10 years older than me, and she's retired, and I posted one of my videos about playing bass, and she got so excited. She had played bass back in high school, like I did, and she had let it go over the years. You start raising kids and doing stuff. There's no time for extracurriculars like that. And she decided she was going to go out and buy a bass. Hers was too heavy. I play a short-scale bass, so it's easier to lift. Because when you're a woman, it's hard to carry around all this heavy gear. And especially as I age, it's harder and harder. And so she went out and bought a short-scale bass. It looks just like her full-size bass. It's a miniature version. Oh, nice. And she went out and bought it because she can lift it and start playing bass again. So I was so happy. <laughs> that just made my day. You have a video for that, right? No? Yes, not yet? <laughs> it's happening? She's one of those people, if you turn the camera on her, she would Freezes. freeze. Right? Yes. Yeah. Who's your favorite bass player? My favorite bass player? Uh, Getty Lee from Rush. Nice. Now, I, I want to be really boring and say my favorite bass player is Paul McCartney. But well, that's I not mean, a boring choice. I mean, it's classic. It's like the, like the violin. I got to see him in concert over the summer in Las Vegas. It was amazing. Yes, so, I did do a video. He still got it in his 70s. I'm like, 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 like New Life Goals is to be as active as Paul McCartney in my 70s. You and know? to look as good. Like, yeah. he looks great. He sounds great. Right? His voice isn't blown out. So <laughs> He's been able to keep it up, that is for sure. So, so as long as they don't retire, I don't have to retire. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, Paul, you can never stop. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> so what is it that you film with to create your videos? Like, how do you, what's your, like, let's get, like, let's nerd out a little bit. What's the tech that you use for filming and editing and all that stuff. I'm so low tech because I came from vlogging world, so I've got the G7X. Okay. Because that's the vlogging camera, right? And because I can carry it with me everywhere I go because I still do have my little tiny vlogging channel. So I get it out, I have a ring light, get it out, and um, that's usually my setup. I have, it's not called Sputnik. I'm trying to think of the name of the, the little microphone. Like a Yeti, the Yeti ball? The blue Yeti? No, it's the silver one. I'm so sorry. She's it's got a mic. There's mic. a mic involved. I have a microphone that I can use when I need to. Um, I usually use the, the straight sound off of the bass in the room, even though you can. I did get adapters now, and I'm going to be able to plug straight into my uh, MacBook Pro and just start editing the sound in uh, GarageBand. Nice. So. Yep, GarageBand, that's how I record the podcast. Yep, so I absolutely. Get it. Totally so GarageBand, <laughs> so it's not a very complicated setup. And what's nice now is occasionally I get sent gear that I can use for it. So that's So awesome. who are some of your favorite female creators? Well, Shelly Saves the Day, Jessica Hatch. <laughs> um, who else are my favorite female creators? Um, let me think. I, I just ran into them here. It's the Crazy Middles. Oh, okay. My, two of my kids are adopted from the foster care system, and they've adopted a whole bunch of kids she, she has and her husband, and then her sister, Crystal, who's also here. And so I really enjoy their channel with them working with all of those kids they adopted. I love the adoption channels. Awesome. So what do you think is one of the most important things anyone can do who's getting started with YouTube? Anyone can do getting started with YouTube. Um, post your first video. I don't care if you make it on your phone. I don't care if you make it on that old flip cam that's sitting in the drawer. Whatever it is, get the first video up so that you can get into Creator Studio and look at the back end of YouTube. 
So get that first video up, then you can start learning about, am I gonna wanna monetize? Am I not gonna monetize this channel? Am I going, to, and you can get to the Creator Academy in YouTube then and see all those videos and learn so much. I was just talking to a brand new person who hadn't started her channel and she was so confused when I started talking about what you're getting to in Creator Studio. So if you can just get that first video up, don't care what it is, just have something, even if it's a test video, so you can get back there and actually learn a lot about YouTube because it's, it's not that hard if you do it right. You, you make it a lot harder on yourself if you do it wrong to begin with. Nice. Do you think that there's room on YouTube for new creators? Absolutely. There's still room for new creators on YouTube. I know that there's a lot of videos going up every minute and uh, it's a really busy place. But, you know, everybody has that thing that makes them stand out and makes them engaging. So go use that thing and start your channel and get going. Nice. How can people find you on the YouTubes? On the YouTubes. So you're going to go on YouTube and you're going to put in Real Beal. And it's one word, R-E-A-L-B-E-A-L. -E -E and that will take you right over to my channel. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast. It was wonderful to talk to you. And like I said, keep doing the awesome things that you're doing, breaking down barriers, and, of course, being the badass bass player mom that you are. Woot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.